Well, I suppose it doesn't matter. There's hardly anyone here. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ Kate and Bea. Let's get the Neighbours. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We have a natter about the recent episodes of the Aussie soap Neighbours. Break them down, get into the nitty gritty. We are in the Mobile Pirate Net Studios in Melbourne. I'm Vaya. I'm a TV writer who never suspends disbelief. I have Kate who tweets Neighbours every single night. That's me. And CJ, Catherine Jones, the hot mess mum. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. I've forgotten exactly where we are. Yeah, the mobile, um, PirateNet. I forget where we have, what this is. You were um, in the, the cancer... The wellness centre? Turn wellness yeah. centre. Yeah. Oh, what was it called before that? The, oh, uh, the Erinsboro. Yes. That's it. Yeah. I'm, look, I'm happy to own the Erinsboro. I, I prefer <laughs> it to the... I wonder what happens there now. Do you think there's some hourly rates there now? I think it went all a bit homeopathy now. Oh, no, it's, well, now Lasseter's up. It's got, it's got full occupancy now. Oh, imagine that. Steph's doing a roaring trade. Oh, dear. She's having a great time up in New South Wales, just taking her passive income. She doesn't even know why, but she's probably not even. Like, has Lynn come down to check it out? No, no one. It's all just... Um, chugging along. Now Gazcan doesn't have his finger in the pie. Yeah, literally. It's laptop lifestyle. They're all just working away from their businesses. Mm-hmm. We are going to get stuck into a lot of Lassiter's drama. Uh, Neighbours Council business. The business, again. Not a lot at the moment. I, I'm starting to feel the fatigue of the end of the year. So I think maybe maybe not at Christmas, but maybe before, just before Christmas we'll have maybe two weeks off. Mm. Just to have, because December. And we do have to recap ooh. the Christmas episode though. Yes. Yeah, so I think maybe we'll come back in time for Christmas. Right. Okay. Because neighbours won't stop. So. so Yeah. Well, I was thinking about that recently because we, we don't have a whole, like much like the neighbours, we don't have a holiday. No. So we might need to carve out one in December because I'm still working all the way up till the 20th of December. Mm. And it's going to be hectic at I work. Think, so I think I'm going to work right up until the 24th at 4.30 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Grim. Mm. So maybe we'll give ourselves a little two-week holiday in December and then come back for the Christmas episode. And we're also going to be recapping the Erinsborough High episodes, the web series that has launched. Mm-hmm. Not right yet, but we'll do a special episode for that in the coming weeks as well. So we haven't watched them yet. We want them fresh for when we yeah. podcast. Yes. And I know that people have been enjoying them and there's a dedicated thread on the Neighbours Council on our Facebook group. So you can chat in there with people that have got analysis, but we're going to have a dedicated episode. And I noticed I went to like the 10 play episode. If you're in Australia and you watch on 10 play, you know that you have to go in and then you sort of got to find neighbours and it's hard. It's much like watching it on television. It's on a strange network. Um, but the Erinsborough High has got like place on the 10 play website. Oh, good. I'm glad. So, so there's some, you know, time and money being put into it. Lovely. I guess. Yeah. Now we will do a deep dive into Tuesday the 12th of November and spill over a bit into Wednesday. So let's, we'll start with the story I care least about this episode and that is the Kennedy house. What the hell? Ellie has gone and gotten herself sacked from Erinsborough High, which was a long time coming, I gotta say. So I guess this whole point of this story was, I mean, we haven't seen Erinsborough High, but this story I believe is running coincidedly with 
Erinsborough High. Yes, it's dovetailed nicely from yep. the series into Neighbours proper because yep. a girl has gone missing mm-hmm. and she had an encounter with evil Millsy. terrorist Millsy at the school mm. right before she vanished. And someone mentioned that she was stressed before that. Mm. And from what I've seen of like promos for Erinsborough Heights, there's a lot of talk about like mental health and like troubles for teens and that, that kind of oh. racism as well. Yeah. Oh, good. So well, not good, but you know, good that they're tackling those issues. Exactly. Also, her mum's a bigot. So she is. Yeah. Yes. This is the, um, the homophobe played by um, Elphaba from Wicked. That, I mean, that's it. She's a bigot. She had some like truth bombs she was dropping on Ellie she, that I was she, like, I'm, I'm, I stand with you today. Yeah, she made some very valid points. It goes to show people are complicated just because <laughs> they're homophobic <laughs> doesn't mean they can't pass judgment on an incompetent teacher. Intelligence doesn't differentiate. Yeah. So I don't even know how to spell homophobe. That's how like distance it is from my life. But that was my note that she makes some good points. Yeah. yeah. And what were they? She brings up that Susan – has no authority to speak on Finn because she took him in to her home. Yes. And she's the principal of the school that her child goes to. That that would have been front page news news on the Herald Sun, Mm. if not the age. Yes. Uh, Yeah, and it would have continued for months into the court Mm. case and whatnot. And that Ali has basically not had the ability to teach ever. Sorry, but neither of you are any kind of example to your students. I understand. This is not Susan's fault. No, you're the real culprit. Everything you've done over the last year makes it clear you are unfit to be a teacher. Yeah. Like she, when she started at the school, she called Piper a skank. Yeah. That that was her, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like not being fuzzy about this. I'll never forgive her for that. Didn't she also change Piper's mark too back then? Yes. Was it bad or good? She, she was in a bad way. She was bullying Piper. Yeah. Her student. I mean, no one should be able to come back from that. I'm sorry. And she was like trying to hit on Tyler to make Piper. It was just not kosher the way she was handling that. She's a shitty teacher. We, we all know that. And hopefully this is the final nail in the coffin of her teaching career. Yes. And she's never, you know, she know we know she only got into it for the holidays. We know she's a, there. She's a good time party girl. She does not want to be writing reports on the weekend. And that's that's not a slur on her character. That's find a new career. Yeah, it's it's mm. okay to change careers if it's not suited to you. Although I must say I am very worried. I mean, losing your job at eight and a half months pregnant or whatever, <laughs> twelve and a half months pregnant, whatever she is, I'm devastated. Yeah, for that her. that was a rough moment. You know I reckon would she still get paid patern- uh, maternity leave though because she's worked X amount of months in the previous yes. year. Somebody said she's not going to get it. Maybe because she's fired. So no, no, she no. won't. She won't get. Um, the paid from the Department of Education. Oh. Um, but she'll get it from the government. She'll get the government maternity leave. Okay. Because that's based on the 12, like the, sorry, the Pre- like preceding like 12 months. Six, yeah, the how many, preceding 12 months. How many months? I think you have to work 10 of them or, or X amount of hours for the last Within 10 the months. whole amount. Yeah. So because she was full-time, you know, on the books anyway, she wasn't yeah. always there. <laughs> um, Sometimes but, she was in New South Wales. Yeah, but um, no, she'll definitely get that. Okay, but, good. You know, that runs out at four months. And like she's been paying rent to Coos anyway. What's well, her overheads? Well, Coos yeah. straight away said, don't worry, we're, we're covering your living expenses. It's okay. Of course they are. Yeah. And also, get- I certainly hope that she's a good breastfeeder and she doesn't have to buy formula. <laughs> Get get towed onto um, Dry Toast Estate. Yeah. yeah. Cha-ching. I mean, I feel like that's coming, right? Mm. Conversations about that. And I think all of the talk, so another thing that's been happening that didn't really happen much on Tuesday is talk about 
the um, Sonia charity. Yes, I do want to get into that. Yes. Yeah. And I think all of that, there's two reasons that's happening. But well, I think one of them is because. Christ, I hope Ellie doesn't get involved in that. Jesus. Well, maybe, oh maybe. My. She's useless. Um, Millsy already offered for her to be a mentor. Yeah. What the hell? I should be a good mentor in a don't pick a career that's not your passion. Oh, my God. Oh, look, she'd be, she, I think she'd be a good YouTuber. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, influencer. Mm-hmm. Ali Mummy. <laughs> the other reason I think it's happening is because Millsy keeps talking about, you know, the charities going under that he's working for. And his brother would have wanted him to be there for Ali, et cetera, et cetera. At some point, he's going to have to ring the mum and ask for money. If I hear for both of those things, if I, if I hear it's what Sean would have wanted one more time, I'm going to spew. Oh my spew. god! And it's, it's annoying not- because like nobody cares. None of us care what Sean no, wants, right? No, zero people care. Millsy's 19, and Sean was a few years younger than him, so he only knows like what early teens Sean in mm. his mind. What the hell does he know about him? He's, he's like, like, oh man, he really liked Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> But still true to this day. Mm. That's probably what he wanted to do with the buddy club. That's probably how he died. Get a Pokemon gym happening. <laughs> probably how he died. He went down a mountain after a Pokemon. There's a Pokestop down there. <laughs> Imagine how exciting that would be from being like a Pokemon fan as a child to like suddenly losing your memory and you're back to that Pokemon loving child age. And then you're like, holy shit, it's leveled up. Like you can actually <laughs> go out and play it on these amazing phones. <laughs> That would actually be quite cool. Yeah. So the buddy club, whatever, Toadie has looked at his laptop because he's got fancy new business software that's telling him it's going under. He runs it and my notes say like the time machine. Like he clicks a button and he's like, okay, so I'll just leave all of my business decisions up to this like online calculator or something. I mean, it's probably better than the people he's been leaving it up to till now. But he's like, oh, oh, we don't have enough money. (laughs) And the thing about a charity is you have to continually raise money. Which, and Millsy made that point. Finn was like, yeah, well, we have to keep door knocking and, you know, shaking them tins around. Yeah. And it seemed very ambitious to form a charity in the first place rather than going, how about we just donate this money to a, another charity? Another or, ovarian cancer charity. Mm, yes. Or have like a trust fund for like women that come mm, and say, look, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm pregnant and I don't have whatever. And then they buy that for that person or, or, or they pay about, for their university fees or whatever. Yeah. How about, yeah, a, a fund for children mm. of mm. women who have gone Who've through lived at that cancer. caravan. Yeah. <laughs> or like the wellness centre could have been set up to be like a place women could go while they're having treatment. Refuge. Or even um, so there's a group in Melbourne, St Kilda Mums, and mm. they yes. do a lot of hustling and gathering resources like secondhand prams and good, baby. Good quality stuff for yeah, people who need it. Baby seats and then they deliver them to yeah, struggling women that are in need. And mm-hmm. it's all just as people power, really, and they just repurpose what's around and they've been going from strength to strength. But you can start small. I just don't understand what is the point of the Sonia Rebecca Foundation and why is it doing such disparate things like, what was the addiction group? Yeah, Tarej mentioned, oh, this community centre's done so much, Tody. Sonia would be so proud. I'm like, she didn't build the communities. Well, I guess yeah. maybe she did as the mayor. She yeah, approved she the was, yeah. opening. Okay, that's yeah. what that meant. Okay. But I thought she was attributing the Everything's Anonymous group to the Sonia Rebecki Foundation. No, and, it's but different. The foundation had the domestic violence group, had, wants to do the buddies, bizzo. The do, like underprivileged boys. Yeah, the, the pregnant mum yoga. <laughs> it's find something and stick to that niche. See, the thing is, and yeah, and when you're raising money, you need something. As well, you can't, you can't just say, we do anything that people ask mm. us to do. Um, <laughs> Which is what Tony realised. Yeah, so to his credit, Tony realises that he has just been, yes, 
yesing everyone um, because he wanted to do anything because Sonia would have wanted to do all of it. Which but is sweet. It is sweet. Sonia also wanted to do heroin. So. <laughs> yeah. At least he didn't set up a um, methadone clinic. Or hey, that would have helped a lot of people yeah. in Sonia's shoes. <laughs> I would have. Heroin, uh, methadone clinic for um, pregnant women. Yeah. So he's crunched the numbers and but Finn won't come to terms with it. He's like, oh, I'll just check the numbers again. And he comes to the same realisation. He's like, oh, Toadie, you've only got a few more months of money. It's like, that's what Toadie said, Finn. But believe adults. <laughs> imagine how much you'd be annoyed because he had money and he sunk it all into <gasps> this ship. Now he's got a brother that's missing, presumed dead, a mum who doesn't care about him. He's got a girlfriend. No home or assets. Yep. And no ability to get any work because he's 19 and he's got a criminal record and can't be near children. What did happen to Finn's assets? He was a teacher. He would have had a car. He would have have had lots of things. Proceeds of crime? No. He wasn't wasn't a crime. He was on the run for a while, so Mm. people would have given that stuff away, I guess. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. His Sydney housemates yeah, yeah. <laughs> sold it all off <laughs> on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> also, so that he got taken down to the police station and by some miracle, even though he violated his parole by going near children near Erinsborough High, he didn't even get away with the ankle bracelet this time. He's just, I don't know what's happening. There's no consequences. They basically said he triggered because his brother died. That's right. Yeah. David came and vouched for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Meanwhile, Ellie has got the sack. Because she told Finn to bring her codeine. <laughs> yeah. I think this is going to be a, a new beginning for Ellie, a nice fresh start for her. It is rough that she, she's only just started profession- dressing professionally, yeah. though. However, I think there's heaps of options for teachers. She can tutor and make so much money, like private tutoring. Go to Eden Hills Grammar and make a lot more money, lady. Yeah, she can private tutor Eden Hills Grammar kids. I don't think they're employing her. Remember when she went for a job interview there and she was such a mess? Yeah, she like cried. Yeah. Um, yeah, she could tutor after hours so that like Carl and Susan can look after the baby at night and then she can go and tutor. There's online tutoring jobs mm. like in, in other places. She presents well enough to be the bloody PA or something at Lassiter's. God knows they're in a mess as well. They can't hire any new staff. Chloe's had to cut back on shifts. She has. Worst part of the job. Um, (laughs) But also, I really am with Kate. Instagram for Ali. Oh, yeah. She she can have a single mum blog up in in minutes. Especially with the scandal surrounding her in the school. Like all those students would be following for the hot mess. And the tragedy of the the dead baby daddy as well. Mm. She can like Photoshop in like his... His ghost watching her cradle her belly in, in a silhouette form. Oh, man. Put the Swiss Alps in the background. Oh. Also, Finn lives there and he's got fans of his crimes. Yeah. So they'll be on it. Think of the lurkers, Ellie. Just get on there. Monetize. Yeah. Hashtag yummy mummy. Maybe she could be on the show. Yummy mummies. <laughs> IRL, she could be well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's all sorted. She's fine. She doesn't need to worry. B, it's like this weird thruple now with Finn, B, and Ellie. Because mm. Finn's like, oh, look after Ellie. It's what my brother would have wanted. And B's like, I'm over here. Does anyone want to hang out with me? <laughs> no. What a mess. A few people have tweeted me suggesting that to rage would be the, a great option to manage the Sonia Rebecca Foundation because she's at Definitely. a loose end and she can manage the shit out of anything. And she doesn't really need the money. Well, she doesn't think she needs the money. No, but she stage. needs something to do. So we, she's rattling around the Wheeler's house, cleaning the blinds. So speaking of Therese, 
a few months back, we saw um, they had decanted their cereal and milk into jugs. Yeah. And I said what I would give to see a YouTube channel of her like cleaning her pantry. <laughs> yes. This week I got that. Yes. She cleaned her fridge and I got to watch. You're absolutely right. Yeah. She took everything out and wiped it down and put everything back. Yeah. And at the end of the day, a woman as busy as Therese, and I'm only half as busy as her, never has time to clean her fridge. Right. And if they do it, they're never going to do it properly, and right? I, I love that it's been on her mind because yeah. cleaning out my fridge has been on my mind yeah. too. It's just oh. part of the emotional you load. Are, you guys are great. I just go, it's never on my mind to clean my fridge. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. You don't have that mental, you know, hamster running around your head, but yeah. you'd have other ones. We all have them. I was going to say, it's probably a hamster running in my husband's fridge. Uh, running in my husband's Exactly. Mind. I guess there's got to be a hamster in the in the yeah. relationship, Well, he's right? the man who keeps the, the stove nice and clean too. Yeah. True. She's not allowed near Lassiter's because she's been let go. She's been re- re- rested from her position because of her involvement in covering up the pornography cameras, secret pornography cameras. We found out that the erotic cleaning pimp's been charged for his in it and we and by the end of the week we see to rage get charged with obstruction of justice which can't she recently had a conviction that was so to rage was convicted with perverting the course of justice I, I, I looked this up i've forgotten what it was for but that's what she was convicted of and that's why she shouldn't be allowed to go to america because oh. she's got that on her criminal record yeah suspended mm. sentence she had mm. yeah that's right so now she's Back with the boys in blue, it's she had that beautiful scene where she's sitting in the murder rotunda looking solemn mm. and Paul felt bad for her and they're going to figure it out and they're going to fight through it. But earlier in the week, I really felt for her as well. Like as a freelancer, I'm often in that position. These days I'm further along in my career so I'm not as worried in between jobs. But early on as a freelancer, the minute one job would end, my self-esteem would plummet. I'm like, well, no one wants to hire me. I'm not good. What am I good for? What, did, what does anyone want for me? I can totally see that why she's at a loose end and her self-worth's tied up in her work and she doesn't have any projects outside of work. And so she's cleaning the house and then those bitches wouldn't let her go to lunch with her because mm. Harlow and Roxy and Mama Prue were all going to go have fancy lunch on the terrace and Therese isn't allowed it there anymore. And what I really, one of the things I really love about it, you know, like kids that don't have clothes other than their school uniform and they don't know what to wear on the weekend. Yeah. Well, Lolo. <laughs> yeah, like Lolo. Um, Therese doesn't have leisure wear. <laughs> no. She's wearing like her patterned wrapped dress yeah. to clean out the fridge. Oh. Someone get that lady a pair of leggings. Yep, she I, needs she needs to get down to Kmart. I love her. She's just she's she's ready. She's dressing for the life she wants. Yeah, because the second I've got time off, I'm in my my leggings and my yeah. Kate's in her Hello Kitty pants. Back in the fluffy pants again. Yeah. Kate's yeah. in her podcasting uniform. What a lady! And her hair has been looking immaculate this yeah. week too. I've loved that center part they're doing on her at the moment. And she's still doing her like um, nude tones makeup. Yeah. Very professional. She is ready to business at any notice. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, but no one wants her to. That's now, the worst part. So on Thursday, Lassiter's ended up with a big load of manure on their forecourt. <laughs> it's pretty. I enjoyed that. And Therese was down there lickety-split, wasn't she? Yeah. And Amy offered to clean it up. She's the handy woman. She's got the boots. She's got the gloves. She's got the clothes. Out of all of them, she is the person most qualified mm. to pick up a load of manure and possibly go and redistribute it somewhere else. And she's also probably on a contract with them. The council, yeah. 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 She, yeah she's, got the, she's got the shit contract. Mm. Take yep. it down to bloody Sonia's nursery. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. For Coyle to get his back up about that, no. Man, she's the handy woman. I want to talk She's like, handy. I just want to designate a Coyle rant section. Oh, Not uh, yet, though, just in a minute. And is, it, is it go fuck yourself, Coyle? Yeah, pretty much. I'm, I just, I'm there for that. Mm. Now, Joe in the Neighbours Council mentioned that Chloe suddenly has the Lassiter's cape kit that rotates around the managers. <laughs> with, with great power comes great capelets. <laughs> it looks amazing on Chloe, that black power blazer with... Whew, she does look like she's Batwoman. Mm. Something I loved from this week brought me a bit of joy. <laughs> Pierce, they're all having, they're trying to do damage control because customers are bailing on Lassiter's. The forecourt is a ghost town. No one's at the waterhole. I, I don't understand that. Like, sure enough, yeah, like a hotel has a scandal, but people still go to the pub and people would still go to the cafe that they've gone to every day at yeah. lunchtime at school. What's that got to do with that business? The barflies having their pot and palmer. You, you cannot tell me that 90% of the customers in those businesses were staying at Lasseter's. No. Also, you know the group of men that um, were having a look at Amy saying, oh, she's the babe, you nabbed the babe, to coil. Why isn't there more men down there trying to get a look at yeah, the hot yeah, handy lady? The star attraction. Yeah. yeah. Shoveling the shit. Look, we've had a lot of crime back in the day in this area, haven't we? Did that stop anything? No. People came to look. Exactly. Down on um, Sydney Road, a man was murdered in front of everyone. People still went to Sydney Road. People still walked past the actual site all the time. I used to work for a children's charity and we used to go to that place for lunch. Oh, I've never been in there. It is still full of like gangstery looking figures. It is. I understand, yeah, people are cancelling their reservations at Lasseter's, but, yeah, you still go for your coffee. Yeah. If anything, Dippy should be booming. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the bit I loved. They've put their heads together and Pierce has offered the solution. We're going to have a Stars Hollow-style town meeting. Like, Gilmore Girls, everyone Mm. in, air your grievances. But they didn't give the community any notice. Working parents, they didn't get to come to the meeting. It was that day. Mm. Do you think, could they get any PR involved, any damage control? Like, this is yeah. Yeah, this is a um, situation that needs to be managed by people who know how to do crisis management. And you don't mm. have the general manager up giving speeches. You have the publicity, the, the PR team. Yeah. And this is when they need, like, a, the you know, when they do the Lassiter's competitions. This is when they need this. You know who they need? Naomi Canning. Yes. She was amazing at this sort of stuff. Yes, she was. Chloe gave a good, started to speak well, but then Pierce got up and was so, like, matey about it. Like, okay, so... There were cameras. Okay, so firstly, I'd like to reassure everyone that there are no cameras in any of the hotel rooms. We get it. They're not there now. I'm like, don't open with the cameras. You open with the fact that the so- this hotel has been sweet- swept by security. We've, we can guarantee that there's no cameras in there. Yeah, but don't open with there aren't any cameras. Like, just fill people with a bit of comfort and people were out for blood so he just throws to rage under the bus and he said the old general manager will never work here again which was news to her because she thought she was just on a hiatus yeah well take a bloody reality check to rage because what happened was bullshit and you shouldn't have done it it was a cover-up and you've actually just got to accept that you got the ass yeah you didn't go to the police when you discovered cameras in your hotel room <laughs> i i agree with all of that but one one way that they i feel should be going lassiter's is yes, general manager's gone now, but also we didn't put the cameras there. Yeah, they need to go back to that. We are victims. Yeah. We are the victims of pornographers. And like I want to be concerned for everybody's privacy, like old mate that was upset about yeah, it. Yeah, old cock. 
Um, yep, that's what he's got. I want to be concerned for his privacy, but also I just want to take him aside and go, look, everyone was after Amy's video. Yours hasn't been on sold. Yours, yours is a very niche demographic. Yes. I just, wow. I, okay. I feel like the perfect blend this week may have given me, given us a bit of an insight as to what the specific kink in the Coy Me video was. Really? Because remember I was like, there's got to be something really mm. dirty in it. So I said, are people avoiding the waterhole because of Lassiter's Gate? And Perfect Blend said, given the video content, the name might be off-putting. Oh. So I don't think, do you reckon they coy me when a little bit Trump? Golden Maybe. showers. Maybe. Mm. What's that That rugby player? Was it bu- oh, that pissed on himself? Bubbling? Is yeah, it the bubbler. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, it was just the bubbler. Like it was he a pissed, normal thing. In, in his mouth. Yeah, with his own ex. People are hor- people are horrendous. I, I still you've got to go back to Coimi watching and going. Oh, I just see something really beautiful. <laughs> it's just natural. We're expressing our love. It's a natural bodily function. Um, I don't have time for their anger. I appreciate that Amy is going through a lot, but there's no light and shade to Amy at the moment. She's just one level of fury, and it's a lot. You know to what? Deal with. Send them away on a three-week holiday yes. to Queensland. The fuss will die off. They can go back to their normal lives. They could go on that cruise. The Marlene, Marlene no, Kratz one. No, do you know where they can go? Blue Mountains to see Nene, Amy's mum. Mm. True. Mm-hmm. And have a nice retreat because they're not getting along well. They're supposed to be in a new, new romance phase. They maybe can't they can stand go, each other. Maybe they can go glamping where there's no cameras, like no power. <gasps> yeah. So no one can put a camera oh, Great idea, CJ. And... How dare Amy reject the compensation on Coyle's behalf? Yeah, no. Are you, that is such a privilege. Like, check your privilege. She comes from money now because Paul can pay for whatever she needs. She knocks back that money on behalf of Kyle, who was entitled to it. I don't get why you'd knock back the payout. Because I want to move on. But what about me? You can't make a decision like this for the both of us. I thought you'd feel the same way. Yeah, because you didn't lose out in this. You know, you're the hero who snagged the hottie. Come on, Amy, we need to talk about this properly. We have. I'm done. Conversation over. You can't just be knocking. People need money. He's, he's from, like, bloody struggle family as well. Yes, sir. How dare she knock that back? And does he work? Because I know he came out to be project manager. He works at the 82 as well, doesn't he? That's oh, right. of course he does. Sorry, ding, I forgot ding. about that. But, okay, I'm with you on that. But also, can we just talk about Kyle? Yes, let's go. Hang on. So, just as a side note, I was looking at the 82 this week. Why is the kitchen of the 82 in the middle of the tram? Why don't they just have it in a container behind the 82? Also, I was wondering, Harlow Harlow went to go to the toilet at one point. I'm like, where are they keeping them? Up in the driver's cabin? (laughs) Anyway, we'll get to that in a moment. Next to somebody's table. Got a very special table for you. The tinkle generator. So, Kyle, he is very, very upset about the cameras and about... Paul and it's also again Paul didn't put the cameras there and he didn't own the hotel when they were put in there and it's weird that he's angry at just Paul yeah like he's not angry at Pierce or Chloe or Therese Therese has been charged oh he thinks he can just solve this with some money yes and and he's not giving people enough money it's got a bit De Niro in there (laughs) (laughs) I can't do the true coil bogue come on Suddenly, he's angry at Paul for throwing money to comp- like different levels of money to compensate people. And and what else is he going to do? What else is he going to throw at people? 
Like, it's ridiculous. I hope this is coming out of Pierce's pocket and not Paul's because I feel like we're on the, the train to Paul's poverty again. Well, mm-hmm. Lucy's across it. Lucy says some of the insurance is covering it. They're getting a lump sum from the insurance and that's going to a lot of the compensation. Now, previous hotel guests are coming out of the woodwork going, I stayed in room 407. But there's some. But, and they're but, like, but you find me on the dark web. Yeah, they're like, you're not on there. And Liz, they're like, how do you know? <laughs> That's my asshole. <laughs> See, this is why I don't keep receipts and stuff like this. And I would be sitting there watching this going, what room were we yes. in? And I would have no way to look it up. Email. Oh, email. Mm. This is where I'd go. This is where my good location memory would go. Oh, well, we're in a room that faced this direction and we're near the lift. And, I'd probably and the sun hit my bum in this way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think maybe you just go searching for pink haired porn. <laughs> probably. Oh, there's probably a bit of that. <laughs> oh, the Lassiter's. So it's Lassiter's in the doldrums. They have this... Stars Hollow Town meeting and obviously people yell things out and also they didn't get much of a turnout because you held it the day you decided to have it. Mm. There weren't time. It wasn't time to send an email out to all your customers. Am I remembering right that it was outside as well? Yeah, yeah it was next to the um the hazardous pond because people just need to be triggered more about their privacy. <laughs> Coil. Coil. He's so upset about it and like I like I said I I understand that his privacy has been. Yes. Amy and Kyle are victims. They are. Both that is them. a full sentence. But why does Kyle have to be more upset? I think at the root of the matter is that he's annoyed that other men have seen Amy having sex. It's right. a weird, just a weird ego thing for him. Ugh. And maybe maybe he's a bit of a dud in the sack. Maybe. Yeah, it is valid that so Amy's reputation has been tarnished and she's losing business and Kyle gets to go on his merry way. But now he's targeting her father. I've, I've never liked his attitude to Paul. Mm. Remember when Scarborough was trying to get in on Paul's good side and just coil, like went to town and what a shitbag Paul is? So, mm. you know, so okay. you made a deal with the devil, Kyle, like mm. to get back here to win Amy back. So wh- where are you, where's your moral compass now? Just, just goes haywire. Plus, when it's your father-in-law your, or your mother, like at some point you just have to be like, okay. I can't change him. Yeah. This is the person who's your father. I might, okay. just, I might just rip him off for 20 grand a year. And- yeah. They're a nightmare. They're very hard to watch because they're going through a difficult thing, but they're always at each other's throats and they're always sulking and they're always pouting. And it's, I'd rather watch Toadie cry about Sonia again. Mm. Look, you've got to say one thing for Paul is that he's never screwed his son's girlfriend. Yeah, you can say that. Like, well, Gascan's worse than Paul. Wait, no, he did. Leo. Oh. <laughs> Oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> how I forget, actually, yeah, Paul is as bad as Gaz can on that front. But, but better but, than him in a lot of other ways. But Paul was there first. Yeah, it's true. He just took Therese but back. It's one true love. I'm for it. Therese didn't go back to Lego either. No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> now, Coyle wants to set up a class action and he wants Tony to do it, which is first yeah. mistake. Mm. Tony, he's so busy. What, is he still a normal lawyer? If, well. If you're in a situation like Coyle, and you wanted to start a class action, would you go to your local solicitor or would you go, oh, maybe I'll give Slater and Gordon a call? Like a well-known city lawyers who handle high-profile cases. Yeah, I'd go to the paper and see the last class action that was written about and I'd go to the people that mm. ran it. Particularly when it's law that's relatively new, as in technology-related mm. cases. But Toadie's first instinct is to say no 
And I cannot believe that this is what so annoyed me. So Toadie says it would take up all my time. Hmm. So Toadie has no money. And with a class action, you don't get paid. Until you get a successful outcome. Oh, yes. oh what a gamble. And it could be years. Yes. And who's, who's paying his mortgage? And his secondary point is these are my friends. Mm. They, they were yeah. here for me when my wife died. I don't want to stooge yeah. them on this. Yeah. Was Kyle even – he wasn't even back. He didn't even come back for the funeral. No. And Dippy and Shane are supporting Toadie into doing the the class action. This is the most stupid thing. They're going to be homeless as well as Toadie. (laughs) Shane works at a bar where no one's going. And Dippy has a cafe where no one's going. Toadie's not going to make an income for seven years. And so now they want to go after the hotel that is responsible for most of the business at their businesses. Yeah. Instead of banding together to get the, you know, the hotel back together – and get some punters back into the complex. Bring some conferences in. Yes. People that don't care. Get some YouTubers in there. <laughs> What's it called? VidCon? VidCon. <laughs> I feel you'd just get rubberneckers there anyway. Dippies. Like, I, I, Crime con. <laughs> oh, my God. If VidCon's there, Ali can start her channel. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. I want to talk and about. Teresa's pantry channel. <laughs> I'm so, I'm 100%. I'm already subscribed. Side note, Rebecca, Rebecca Business. As suspected, Kershi's going to Sydney and she's going to stay with her nana and auntie, name cut off, so I assume Auntie Mish. But um, it is November. She's going there to settle in. Okay. So it's the scholarship for the new year, I assume. Maybe she's going early so she can start, you know, like some schools will start the next year's education in the final couple of weeks of fourth term. So if you're in Mm. year 10, you might do a couple of weeks of year 11 just to get ahead of the game. Orientation. Well, firstly, you get book lists and you can read them. Do you know what I told my dad when um, we used to get book lists? I said, the teachers don't want me doing work without them. (laughs) So I didn't. Have do you know to. what I told my mum when I started? <laughs> that you needed to do more work. At <laughs> seven, I was like, "You go get me every book list you can get." That they did in grade six when I wasn't at the school. I'm going to catch up. So Aww. different. Um, also, at this point, if I'm a parent of three teenagers and two of those teenagers, the younger two, live in Sydney, yeah, and the adult teenager is independent and in Melbourne, maybe okay. I move to Sydney. And the only ties I have to Melbourne is the business I'm leasing. Yeah. Because I don't even have a home. The cafe, There are cafes everywhere. There are bars everywhere. Go to Sydney. Also, it's just another example of neighbours doing the ridiculous, I'm going to move and then the taxi shows up and they go. Yeah. Because couldn't they have just decided, yes, three months ago when she left today? Like, yeah. Or she can go up to see her grandparents now for mm. a week or something or a weekend. Mm. And maybe we don't see her in a storyline for a bit and then... She's here for Christmas and then then she goes. Oh, because she's not even going to be here for Christmas. Oh. That's, I mean, that's, who would do that to their parents? So, Leave and then not even come back for so Christmas. So Dippy's parents and her sister and her two children are all in New South Wales. Yeah. What's keeping her down here? Yeah, nothing. I mean, Toadie, they're there for Toadie. Okay, I guess the grieving widower. Yeah, but he could go too, really. He'd have a great time. Yeah. And she could come up and help him with some childcare. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk about the food tour of Judy of Aaron's bra that happened over the coven over at the Willis house. We've got Prue, Harlow's mum, and Roxy, and they want to have a day of fun. And they start at the waterhole with these early 2000s dance machines. Oh, that, the dance dance revolution. Yeah, that Roxy, I don't know what they're doing up at the pubs in Darwin. But there were some novelty mechanical Bulls? games up yeah. there. Although I must say, when I was in Texas last year, I spent a whole night at a boxing bag mm. that people would hit 
and then they were graded on how fast the hit was. <laughs> I spent a whole night watching that and competing. Mm. Yeah. People, Ooh. alcohol, you know. So that's Roxy's plan to get more punters in is this dance machine. So Harlow and Prue and Roxy all give it a go. Lolo and Roro. Yeah. And you know what made, it made me think of? So Harlow is cautious because Prue's getting it on with Gazcan. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. So we've got this like out there mother and buttoned up daughter. Do you know who Lolo reminds me of? Ho Ho. Yes. It's Holly Hoyland and Natalie Bassingthwaite, Izzy, all over again. They've done that and then they've gone to their fancy lunch that they exclude to rage. She's at home considering falling off the wagon, hitting the bottle, which I think if you're at that stage, all she wanted was a sip. She bought herself a bottle of wine, she poured it, she took a sip and she poured the rest down the thing. I'm like, that's actually very responsible. Mm. It's a healthy relationship. Sometimes cold turkey doesn't work for people. It Maybe she is the sort of person that can have a glass of wine on but, a special occasion. But it wasn't a special occasion, well, was it? It was, she was, in, she was in the Yeah, she was in the pits of despair. Yeah. So, yes, it's great that she did only have the one wine, but it's probably not the best coping mechanism no. to, to crack and, open the, the twist top wine. And, and she did go to a meeting at the community centre. Everything's anonymous and mm-hmm. she was back on the straight Everything's narrow. anonymous except the fact that everybody knows <laughs> no. I'm, at the, I'm at the centre of a scandal and I'm about to hit the piss again. <laughs> And, and she comes out of the meeting and Tony goes, oh, is everything all right? Oh, my fucking God. Where's the, where's the anonymous? He has got no clue. The, the gals come back from their terrace lunch and head straight down to the 82 for a free meal with all the trimmings on Gazcan. How are they still hungry? They weren't really, except for Roxy who could just put it away for some reason. We're, we're getting a glimpse that Prue is still in with the cult, with oh, the, yeah, the yeah, order, because yeah. she's doing that thing that reminded me of Izzy and Ho-Ho and Fifi and Xanthi, mm-hmm. is that she makes her loud phone calls the, the, mi- the minute her daughter leaves the room. And in the living room yeah. or whatever, yeah. And she's looking at Gazcan and she's kind of like the Terminator. She's kind of got the, and she's got like a profile of him up there going, all right, yep, yep, 100% idiot. Yes, sucker, mm, businessman. Do you know who that, I think she's also doing that too? Roxy. Because she had a, a few drinks with Roxy and decided she liked the cut of her jib and she was feeding her compliments and stroking her ego and I think she, that Roxy's a mark for this cult too. She'd be an excellent mark because she'd be like, do you remember, I know it's like a true crime thing, you know, that cult where they, um, they had sexy young women getting new recruits in? I, I don't know the real one, but I know that The Path, that a streaming show called The Path with Pinkman from Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. they have a lot of young people, hot young people recruiting, handing juice out and stuff. So obviously the wheels are going to fall off pretty soon. Hey, is Gary leaving the show? Like, is this an exit storyline? Um, I have a vague memory of something like that bubbling around, but I can't, I don't think it's, there's been a press release or mm. anything. I can't remember. Because also, but Colette's so close with him and coil so and i mean if they're able to get through a love triangle between father and son like what you know what could make him leave at this point you know as much as we shit can him he does feel a very valid role as being kind of the aaron's punching bag yeah i need that i need that because if we don't have him we have to have a really bad person yes yeah, a you know real I mean? true villain yeah and, you know, one that might paint the stereotype brush a bit too hard as well. <laughs> and we don't mind a bit of the bogan. You know, the Frankston yeah. in him, it's good. We just went down a Damien Richardson rabbit hole. Yeah, we did some, we went, we went on a Google image journey. And sidebar briefly on 
Chloe and Pierce have decided to set a wedding date because they just mm. randomly looked at the calendar and picked a date and it's December the 9th. And mm. they're like, it's in three weeks. All right. <laughs> oh, he's going to be in three weeks in one year. Yeah. Oh. Why can't it be December 9, 2020? Mm. Imagine being that rich. You could just throw that much money at something yeah. and say, make it happen. Um, I did enjoy the little exchange with Pierce and Hendrix when Hendrix is like, can I have some money for lunch? And Pierce is like, I gave you money yesterday. And he goes, well, I spent it. That's how money works. But also that's how lunch works. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah. every day. But I reckon P- Pierce would have given him 20 bucks. That should have lasted at least two days. Well, not in today. <laughs> you can't get anything for 20 bucks. God, people were telling me like yesterday that coffee costs like over five bucks now. Yeah, five fifty, six bucks. Holy Depends no, if you, no. If you're going to get almond milk. Depends where you go. 4.30, if I show my work pass. Even less. <laughs> um, on my way to work, I get a coffee every morning with my almond milk. I get the medium and it's $5.50. God. For your nut juice. For my nut juice. <laughs> Which is not even that many, many almonds in it. Oh, and then Chloe introduced Hendrix to the world, magical world of Nutella or haz- chocolate hazelnut spread. Chocolate hazelnut spread non-brand specific. But firstly, she acted like she invented it. <laughs> he would have eaten Nutella. If only she could have found a way to turn it like Clojito. Yeah. Like, like not Clotella. Clit, clit, clit. I, but Hendrix had a mum who wasn't a bazillionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Like, isn't he, he familiar with roughing it? He's had Nutella. Yeah. Maybe he's have never had this off name brand one that Chloe's got. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe. Um, oh, this tastes like a Ferrero Rocher, but without the chunky bits. <laughs> yeah. I guess his mum really locked down that alimony early on. Because there was just a steady cash flow for those kids. What's going on? You think she'd be missing the child support from Pierce? You think she'd be like, come back, mate? Well, she's got the other one, remember? There's a girl up there. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Do we There's, know? We haven't heard a name. Just your we sister. We haven't heard a name. But snaps to Hendrix. This week, he's starting to get a bit overly familiar with Chloe because he's having like a peer relationship with Chloe. Which I think is sweet. Uh, he's got the horn for her, clearly. Oh, okay. I take that back. I don't know if it's sweet because I feel like – um, relationship conversations, like Chloe should be having them with her partner. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. Um, I think it's lovely that he's caring for Chloe and she him, but also when they have a fight, she shouldn't be running to his son. No, 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 you know. And she's trying not to, but he's really pushing it. But anyway, in that sentence, he's like, why are you even angry? Why are you even letting him get away with it? He didn't even tell you he had children. Mm. Very good point, Hendrix. Yes. Snaps for Hendrix. Oh. And... Another, Catherine Stradamus, he's really into cooking. Remember the smoked salmon? What did he make this week? Someone N- called Nutella him chef. sandwiches. <laughs> no, but after that, someone called him a chef. Oh, yeah, actually, that, uh, that was a good interaction between Hendrix and Pierce, uh, where Pierce said, oh, you know, normally he doesn't help at all. Look at him now. He's sucking up to me or something. And he's like, oh, well, you, you, you tell me off when I don't do anything and you mock me when I do. He's a terrible yeah. father. Yeah, he's awful. <laughs> I love that. I love that household. Now, Friday, Ned joined a toxic masculinity fight club, which <sighs> we don't care about. No, no. I have thoughts. Okay. Kate has thoughts. Okay. Look, I don't want to spoil fight club for anyone and I won't. No, fight club's a piece of shit. You can spoil it. No, but it's got one of the great twists of all time yeah. in it. Right. right. And right. I'm not going to spoil that twist. It was from 95 or something. People have seen it. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, like um, Osha said about The okay. um, Bachelor this week, if you're complaining about Twitter 10 years after it's been released, get over it. <laughs> Okay, all right. If if you still haven't seen Fight Club okay. and you care about spoilers, fast forward until like there's about a minute left on the – well, maybe two minutes left on the podcast, yeah. okay? So obviously the twist in Fight Club is that 
it's all a figment of his imagination, isn't it? So that there's there's so not Fight Club has the same premise as Alice in Wonderland. So the Brad Pitt's character is just another segment of Edward Norton's character. I think that's what happening is happening with Ned. He's got PTSD. He's having all these vivid nightmares. I think he's just imagining this whole Fight Club. Oh, great call! And, and he's just out there standing in a warehouse, punching <laughs> punching the shit out of himself because he just dislocated yeah. his shoulder. He can't be punching. He can't be throwing punches. I mean, that was his right arm as well. He's also had surgery for his stab wounds. His guts, yeah, you can't be. I've had surgery on the stomach. No one should be punching anybody after no. that. But he's out there punching the crap out of himself with no top on. This is what it's all going to turn out to be. Well, that's fun. And um, Christy Willen-Brown mentioned to us that they specifically put the scars lower down so they didn't have to paint them on every day. Obviously, like, this is why, because he's going to take his shirt off every episode because he had to take it off to punch. I I don't know if you've seen it yet. No, I've been skipping the Friday episodes lately. uh (sighs) That's all right. I've been running out of steam. I have to say, imagined or not... It is not appropriate to have that level of violence on neighbours. No, I mean, it's because my, my kids do watch it at times, or they're, they're in the room while it's on, and I don't want to see actual boxing match. Yeah, but, or the, like, but it's PG now, Kate. The ratings changed. It's pretty violent, though. But it's not what we expect from neighbours. Like, I'm okay with all the, the, the Cliven or the Schlive innuendo, oh which was epic this week. That was amazing. They were banging on everything. And all of the, um, the, the people slinger. having sex with their brother's cousin's ex-boyfriend's Look, friend. That's a bit complex for a four-year-old to understand. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But seeing the people... cheese knife stabbing you were okay with? Uh, that, was, that was very – that wasn't, wasn't actually explicit. At least it was Halloween. Yeah, we so were out trick-or-treating. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, shall we do citizen or citizen then? I've got a citizen. Yes, Kate. And I think it's everyone's citizen this week, and that's Coyle. Mm. Just, for being, Kate. just for being you, Coyle. <laughs> yeah, just, just lay off Paul. That's your father-in-law-to-be. and Respect your girlfriend's wishes yes. that she wants to let the matter go. Because it will go. It, it will be yeah. brushed under the carpet. However, I do award him one point for wanting some compo money. Because everyone should get that coin. All he should be doing is saying, Amy, I'd like the money. And she'd say, I don't want my half. And then he takes it. Yeah. And then they move on. I'm just going to ditto Kate because I'm I'm there. Oh, my shit isn't. Hmm? And we haven't mentioned her. Beverly Robinson. Oh. You find out your partner's leaving you for his ex. And you go and tear strips off the ex. And then it's suddenly bitches be crazy and fighting and throwing manure on each other. And then he finds out they've been having it off. It's him you should be screaming at. Mm. Oh, but come on. No, Sheila has caused her a lot of annoyance and pain and like ruined clothes. I'd be like, I'd be ready to go to town on her because I'd be like, hang on. I don't even have to pretend to be nice to you now. I don't have to put up with you because I'm just going to go nuclear. But her blaming Sheila, like... You took my man and stuff. Whatever. Go throw some manure on Clive. But Sheila actually upped the ante by saying, oh, well, we wanted to tell you before the conference. And she's like, it's been going on that long. I, actually, I was in Clive's corner there because, yes, he came clean to Beverly and said, I'm leaving you for Sheila. That's She doesn't need to know the dirty no, details that no. you slept on, you, you rooted your ex on it on your desk. Like, she doesn't need any of that. No. Just oh, say. Particularly yeah. seeing that um, Beverly's in a more senior role at mm. the hospital as well. Intriguing. Uh, one more thing, I should have filed this under business, but I didn't, is the Kennedy House IRL is up for sale uh, in Pinot Court in Ramsey Street. 
Kate and I are going to try and go down and have there. a look. Yeah, exciting times. If we if we get there, I'll drop in a little voice memo, memo of us after we've walked through the house. You look, know they're going to take your license, right? And your email address. They're, they're welcome to. I am. Um, I'll just just give them the neighbours pod email. I'm in the market. <laughs> I'm in the market for property. I can't afford that property. Or, or you want, don't want to live on that side of town. No, but I am a first-time homeowner buyer one day at some point and I want to be browsing properties. I mentioned on the council there's a chance Ali might still be living there, whoever <laughs> might buy. Tenanted. Tenanted for another 12 but months. Just one room. <laughs> The hilarious part is, is that the real estate agents have done a, a little video, which is, I just want to tell the UK listeners who, who've seen this video, okay, it is normal for, for like certain properties to get videos of like a little tour of the house. Mm-hmm. The video they did was not normal in any which way. It's a, it's like an LSD trip, this thing. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen the video. I'll have to check that out. So anyway, we'll report back on that. It's Vaya here and Kate reporting from... Ramsey Street, Erinsborough. A.K.A. Pinoak Court, but don't, we don't want to spoil the illusion, but we have today. Yeah, we've actually crossed the, the fourth wall. Order. Yeah, right, we smashed right through that fourth wall. And we went inside the Coos house. Who lived in that house before they moved to the street? Oh, the Willises. And back in the day when it started off, it was um, Des's house, Des and Daphne. Right. And um, Mike Young lived there as well. So they're selling it and they're having open for inspections. So we got a brochure and we went through. It was interesting to see. I mean, it's a fairly, I know, suburban house. Run-of-the-mill suburban house. But I would say realistically now that I've been in a house that would be on that street, that you could realistically fit uh, one, two, three, four, five people in it yes. fairly comfortably. Yeah, I mean, it was a four-bedroom house. The fourth bedroom is quite small. It's you teeny. You couldn't fit more than one person in there. I mean, B is pretty small, so you could pop her in there. I mean, I guess you could set up some backpacker-style dorms. Oh, that's it. We found the mystery room there. There was, like, this room off the side of the garage that you could easily turn into a backpacker accommodation. Oh, it was a shed, which I've earmarked as a podcast studio. But, yeah, you could definitely pop some yeah. blow-ins in there. It did smell a bit like um, motor of fuel, but, you know, probably no worse than the actual Tanak Packers. Okay, and how much do they want for it, Kate? Okay, so they had the statement of information which they're legally obliged to have at any open for inspection now, and they're looking at a range between $1.05 million and $1.15 million. So this is when Mark just on a whim buys the brand in. He yeah. just chucks down a mill. You really have to have gone to a mortgage broker beforehand yeah. And I doubt that on his single income, he would have qualified for it as a, as a cop as well. Yeah. Well, this was very eye-opening. We'll put some pics up on the Neighbours Council and Kate can narrate them and give some insight. Okay. We've got to fire up the GPS and head home again because we are out in the sticks, basically, aren't we? Oh, this was a bloody 45-minute drive from the PirateNet Studios. That's us. Kate, where can people chat to you? I'm at Remude on Twitter. CJ? At CJ the Hot Mess Mum on Instagram. I'm Vaya Pashos, or you can tweet at NeighboursPod. Look at our back catalogue, neighbourspod.com. Follow us on Facebook. Just punch in Neighbours. And don't forget to rate or review us on Apple Podcasts. And it's been a while since we got one, so please send some love our way. Yes, and we'll screenshot it and put it in the Facebook group like Dr. Carl does. That's it. We'll check in next week and we'll keep you posted when we do an Erinsborough High episode. So you can keep an eye out for that in your feed. Yep. See ya. Thanks for listening. Bye. Where you